hey, hey. Happy Unsung Heroes Day. Happy Unsung Heroes Day. Man. <laughs> I'm Laura. <laughs> and this is my co-host. Hey, Hi, hey there. Hey there. Uh, Black History Month is going by pretty quickly. Yeah, it's it's almost over. We got like two and a half more days left, right? Is this a twenty? Uh, is this a twenty-eight or a twenty-nine month February? I don't know. Um, this is not a leap year, <laughs> is it? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're still in quarantine. It could be forty days in February, and it would not matter. Uh, hey, hey. Um, so, wait. Well, right now, you see, we have the gas team up here with us. What's up? Um, so we're going to say hey to um, Maya Kagan. We have uh, Michelle Chan Bennett. Greg Cornejo. And Shem Pennant. Uh, have, you, have you guys been enjoying your Black History Month? Fantastic. In my house. Awesome. <laughs> I learned a lot awesome. just by watching the goss. Yeah. I'm be I learned quite a few things, and I learned that Dominique knows more about Black things than I do. That's fine. I'm okay with that because she's a, high, she's a highly educated and smart woman of color, and I will take her lessons today. And thank you. I know. I know. I learned so much, too. Um, I am always amazed by some of the things that people, you know, share on the screen. Um, so thank you for educating me. Yes, and also thank you. I was gonna say thank you to everybody who's tuning in for the first time today who's learned a lot too, because we have a lot of new viewers and we appreciate you for tuning in. So uh, sit back, relax and enjoy this Goss Gap. Yes, um, with our Goss Gap, we're gonna throw it over to Maya Kagan because she has some like hot news topics, cultural event type of stuff she wants to talk to us about tonight. What's up, Maya? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, yes, yeah, so um, my big topic here is this 139-year-old house in San Francisco that they moved six blocks for the small cost of $400,000. Um, my take on this is why? Why would you spend $400,000 to move your house six blocks? If I had $400,000, I can think of a lot of other great ways to do it. Like it doesn't save you from packing. You still have to pack that house. So I really don't get what the end game was here. Like I get that real estate in San Francisco costs more than $400,000. It's like the only city that's like New York on that. But if you already own a house and you have $400,000, like you've got assets there. Like you could put that money into a different house. Also, why do you need to be six blocks away? Like, are you six blocks closer to the grocery store? Are there more trees? Like, why is this block so much better? I have so many questions that were unanswered um, by the news on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you, Maya. You know, because you can buy like a whole mansion, like for $400,000, like on like eight mile, if there are any left. You know, you know what I mean? There are places you like in Georgia. I mean, you can just live out your life palatially. Am I wrong? No, I'm you're not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. I do think that to just seen the whiz and was trying to he's on down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's on down the road. Yeah, that's a deep cut. <laughs> Even though he said it's super slow via the internet, that was great, Chad. <laughs> um, oh, yes, it's pointed out um, in the chat. It moved at the price of another house. Yes, it cost a house to move that house. It's, it, yeah. cost, it cost a few, like, row houses. Like, if you're talking about, like, Philly row houses, it, like, you could get, like, I don't know, 10 of those. Maybe they wanted to be closer to that Starbucks. It was, you know, you have your yes. favorite Starbucks. They needed to be closer to their favorite Starbucks. It's on that side of yes. the corner. And, and there's the house. They're moving yeah. that big ass house. They got crossing guards for the house. 
they had to get permits from 15 city agencies. Like the the headache of getting permits from 15 city agencies isn't like there's no way that that's worth that's the money you pay money. to move a house. That's got to be tech money because they got money. Yeah. They're just wasting yeah. money. Let me move my house six. But who does that? Drug dealers and people, uh, <laughs> drug kingpins and uh, tech companies. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it, it, it is it is insane. I mean, people could. How many homeless people could you house yeah. for the amount of money that they use to move this house? Yeah, that that's, is. That's wild. Is that, there that anything is you know? You assumably they did have to pack pack everything, but is there some stuff they're just like, I'm just gonna leave this. They don't need to know I didn't take this out the house. Like, yes. One <laughs> one container of eggs. They were like, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dom says they just wanted to be in a better school district. I get. See, I understand that. <laughs> you know, so it's okay. It's just easier just to move the house to the uh, other district. That's awesome. Oh, gosh, How that's crazy. That that's. I think that's the whitest. Yes. I think that's the white, the, the most white that you can be. <laughs> I don't think yeah. you can be whiter than that. Like. Yes. Don, the abominable small man is not that white. Like this is the the epitome of of whiteitude. Yes, <laughs> and you know you don't have to be white to have whiteitude. No, you, you don't. No. You don't. No, no, Just to be not. clear. Just to be yeah. clear, guys. Guys, world. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spirit. Whiteitude is a spirit more so than it is a physical thing. It's a spirit. It's a whiteitude yes. spirit, and yes. that's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Well, um, we're talking about Whitetube, but our next guest doesn't necessarily have Whitetube, but he has some kind of other tubes, I guess, we'd like to find out about. We have a special guest tonight, uh, Vince Chang, so we're going to pull him into the room. <laughs> da 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 Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> uh, What's up? Um, you know, like, um, blow Vince up for a second so we can get a good look at him. Yeah, we were talking earlier about how pretty he is, you know. <laughs> yeah, let everybody speak. Go do that. All right. Hi, everybody. Yeah, we were, we were talking about I have never been called pretty so much since this pandemic started. Like, everyone, it's like classifications of men. I didn't know. There's like cute, handsome, sexy, and pretty. And apparently, pretty's on the top. I never knew that. But then Lauren, I was talking about, there's one more above that, and that's financially secure. Once yes. you get that, you can, you can be ugly as hell. You can be a solid two. But if you got bank, yo, you are eight minimum. Listen, but anyway, that's I, right. If you can afford to move houses, you all right. <laughs> <laughs> you looking that's, good. That's right. I mean, you look like you shower every day during quarantine. That's Like, you literally, like, Get in, you let water hit your body every day, and um, it's commendable. Yeah. Thank you. A, I appreciate yeah. it. I haven't showered this much ever in my life. I'm not going to lie. I take two showers a day. I never did that, ever. Uh, but now, humble brag, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I can afford water. Yeah, I can afford water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, like, Vince, so you're a comic, right? Yes. That's how we met, you know, doing mm-hmm. comedy. So, tell us, tell our audience. When that moment was that you decided that you would forsake <laughs> all else <laughs> and uh, go after the comedic arts. Oh, it was, I can tell you right now, I tell the story a lot. I was in college and I was dating this young lady who basically molded me. Like all the girls I dated in my life has made me who I am today. I took a little bit after like one taught me how to shower, one taught me how to dress, one taught me to stop to being like, like, uh. so it just, it just helped. <laughs> And this one girl, she said, yo, you're kind of funny. You should try stand-up. I said, I never thought it was funny. And then she corrected us. I said, you're not funny. You're corny. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, you're okay. corny like Nick Cannon. I was like, oh, oh. Okay. But then I thought about it. Nick Cannon was also sleeping with Mariah Carey. So I was like, if corny gets Mariah Carey, I'll be corny every goddamn day. So <laughs> from that, it just propelled and just never stopped. So I've been doing it for about nine, ten years. And I'm here now with you guys. So. I think I did something right. Nice, nice. Um, you're also like reading your bio. Um, you're biracial. Is that, yes. is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you are Jamaican and Chinese. Chinese. That's on my mother's side. She's the Jamaican Chinese one. My dad is all messed up. Like my dad went okay. to every country. 
country in Europe and fuck somebody. I don't know if I can curse, but I got everything. Like, in yes, me. no, you can't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh, yes. no. but, um, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me ask you: Did you feel any kind of way when you heard the news about Tiger this week? Oh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's your people. And I look like Tiger Woods and we got in a lot of clubs because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like people just would stop, take pictures of us like, oh, that's the, that's the master right there. And that's, we don't care what people say. And then boom, we have free drinks. So when he went, I was like, oh, that's good. My stock went up because they need a stunt. I'm about to come in. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you have to try to go get that green jacket for him. You got to play oh, the yeah, masters. Yeah. Is that okay? Hundred percent, and I don't mess with white women either because they'll take golf clubs and break your window. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Learn <laughs> from the best. <laughs> uh, so let's open it up to our uh, gas panel. You guys have any questions for uh, Vince? You know, he, he's good. He can take it. You know, he's he's strong. <laughs> so where did you get that tie? Well, I get this. Well, I got this tie. I got it from Men's Warehouse, actually. Um, it's a uh, Barbados colors representing um, my Bayesians out there in Jamaica. And so, yeah, it, just, it makes it look clean. Okay. All right. So, yeah, taking the showers weren't enough. He has to also get the tie. He's just, he's just taking the show up another level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By having Vince come on the show, he's just elevated us a little bit. Now I feel like next week I need to come back. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. You know, at least shower before the show. Vince, are there any sh- uh any current events issues that you've been following hotly this week? Oh, what's your take? You know what? Here's here's something specific. What's your take on Takashi 69? There's a couple of documentaries about him right now. Here's here's a funny thing. I've always found Takashi 69 as an anomaly. Now I give him credit, so he knew how to market himself. Did anyone get 69 tatted on their forehead? must got some kind of money but i never like found out the inner workings of what was going on then i found his own team was trying to kill him and try to rob him and stuff like that and then he became a snitch like it's it's an interesting weird story i'm more now intrigued to find out what was the workings of it because look this dude is still out and i gotta admit I've listened to his music. His music got me hype. Like his music got me to the gym. I was ready to fight somebody's music. I'm like, this got counted. I don't know what he's saying, but it. So I mean, eh, like I'm, I'm down to watch, but it's just weird. He's like the Donald Trump of rap right now. He's absolutely detestable, but yet you can't stop watching. He, he's like he's like Jaeger bombs. You know, it's gr- like Jaeger. Like it's gross. But once you drink one, you got to drink another. And then you drink another. And then another. And then you wake up regretting yourself, looking to the left. You're like, who are you? What are you? But I'm glad I did it. Like, I don't know. There's a weird take on life when you, when you, when you allow for it. Well, two things. Um, with that Jaeger comment, you did just show us some whiteitude, number one. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> number two. I'm going to have to say I agree with almost everything you said, except for you said Takashi 69 became a snitch. I say you don't become a snitch. Snitch is a snitch. Once a snitch, always a snitch. You've been a snitch. Snitch been in you. You bone snitching. <laughs> hey, that, that's that big variety. That's big variety. Snitches get stitches where I'm from, so I oh. just, We'll see. Well, here comes Dracula SS. Here comes Philly Laura. It's true. But the thing is, too, I don't have, let's be clear, I don't have problems with, um, I do have problems with snitches. We've had this conversation before because if you're doing dirt and then you go and tell on everyone else, there's something wrong with you. That's not cool. But, you know, if you see someone doing something bad, like if somebody robs your sister or your mama, your dad, it is your duty to say something. That is not snitching. That's uh, yes, I stand by that. And so that so uh, three one one and I are uh, close friends. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. No, 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 it's not snitching. This is me advising. I'm advising yes. something going on. Something's going on wrong. <laughs> I'm just um, elucidating. You know, <laughs> just letting you know what's happening. What's happening? Oh, we just had to see um, my Shem. What'd you just say, Shem? Oh, I typed something in the yeah, chat. You typed something, but you can you can say it. <laughs> yeah, but the reason I typed it is so I didn't. Work because it's, <laughs> one little thing I said. 
Yeah, but like he said it, I don't know, five minutes ago. <laughs> and I thought, let's have like a smooth conversational flow. Uh, but he said, where I'm from, stitches get stitches. And I said, where I'm from, everyone gets stitches because we have a national health system. Fun <laughs> little joke, stopping the show for. Definitely not like I'm him. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so like when you have to... just snitched on me. <laughs> can I, can I say snitch? Um, what, what, is, what is your name again, sir? What is your name again? That's Shem. Yeah. That's Shem. Uh, my name is Shem. My grandfather is also a Jamaican Chinese man. Uh, well, but no one has ever complimented me on my anything. So I'm about to compliment you right now. Can you narrate my life? Like, I think like you would be the perfect narrator to my I wake up, Vince Chung has woken up, put it on his Vince Chung has woken up. <laughs> Women swarm around him, throwing <laughs> compliments, dither and dither. A tie magically forms around his neck, even though it's a pandemic. No one has worn a Westcott in nigh on 12 months, and here you are. Uh, yes, I, I, I could. <laughs> you make me want to frolic. Like, you make me want to go out and frolic and just, just go out in the world and go, I am my God, everything's amazing. No, really, cheers, man. You, have a, you know how it. mad I feel that Bridgerton's on and I'm not on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, uh, Vince, you should be doing a Bridgerton parody. You oh, oh. Well, you could do the dude. Yeah, you could do the dude. I Yo. just need a picture. I never watched it before, but I seen pictures. Homie, when that came out, I got so many messages like, yo, Vince, congratulations. I'm like, what? Yo, I just saw you on Bridgerton. I don't I don't want to see you naked, but bruh, nice ass. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I look at him like, oh, that dude kind of do look like me. Like, yeah. <laughs> but nah, I've been I watched one episode and it was the one episode that they had sex for the first time. Like that was the episode I watched. And I was like, looking at the girl. I'm like, isn't this the dude to turn on the girl? You turning me on. Things are switched. <laughs> I know, like, you know, the world has opened up. So did she, it was great. No, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> before the show, we were talking about the pandemic and how that has affected the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, black man doing things during the pandemic, you know, yeah. learn a few things. So share a little bit of that with us, please. Um, Vince. So, yeah, so like uh, I work in a health field. So I was a frontline worker and shout out to everybody frontline workers out there. Uh, so I saw everything crazy. But the pandemic as the much chaos as we saw, the amount of people we lost. I think we needed this. We need people to slow down. I mean, we live in, I live in New York. I don't know anybody else lives, but we go out a million miles from there. And you're a comedian. So we're performing every night. We never really have time to chill. And I think this allowed people to just take a second and be like, all right, what's more important in your life? Read a book. Learn something new. I mean, if you didn't learn anything from this pandemic, you wasted your time. And one of the key things that I did personally was learn about financial freedom. All right. I learned to invest in stocks. I learned how to actually make my money work for me. And I don't think in the black community, we talk about it enough. You know, because we money is a taboo. Like I, I, I want people to say straight up. Someone will come and say, "Yo, man, I got three hundred thousand dollars in the bank," and I'd be like, "I can't talk to you." Like, like, so, like I, I don't think I'm in, I'm in your range right now. But now, learning money. Now I'm talking to people who make money, but then people want to teach you, but most black people, I'm sorry to say, or minorities don't want to listen. And now I think that information is coming more. And on the flip side, you have brothers and sisters who don't want to give us information because for some reason they think everybody can't eat. You know, right. the pie is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can eat, yeah. you know? And um, when the queen over there asked, like, what did I was talking about? One of the topics was with the GameStop and AMC and Blackberry and Nokia, you know, trying to make the short squeezes. Like, I, I never knew what a short squeeze was. Like, I had no idea that was a thing. And now I learned about it and I feel smart. Like, when I go... That's Wall Street, I'm like, oh shoot, I know what NASDAQ means. That that's a non-sexual hug, a short yeah. <laughs> Real quick, just real quick. I mean me too, it's just me. Like that's all it is. It's real quick. That's a COVID hug. <laughs> so um all of that was like real quick for Vince just to tell us that now he has house moving money. So yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm trying to be wealthy. Trying to be wealthy. This is, this is hilarious. Oh, we got a question. Can't yes, decide if I should invest in stocks or stunks. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> Black people be like, like white people say hello and we say what's good. That's the same thing. Same thing. I want some stocks. You bought GameStop? Um, stocks? I did. I, I will honestly say, I. Oh, so you do have house moving money. <laughs> my birthday was in January. And I would like you to be my godfather now. <laughs> so you got a, you're in arrears right now. Uh, <laughs> All right, God. God so who's bigger than me? I miss 18 birthdays. <laughs> yeah, I got to make up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> you you have grandchildren. You know that. <laughs> I gotta be careful in this pandemic because being as Jamaican Chinese, I have the most fertile sperm ever. Like it is the okay. fastest in the world. I know that. 1.3 billion people who are Chinese. Eventually, something's gonna reach the egg, and it's a competition. Like, yo, rock so get right there. So. <laughs> buk, 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 buk. so listen, I'm just learning. <laughs> Learned so much. I'm learning wait, so wait, much wait, more. wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. I just need to hear Laura's Jamaican chicken one more time. Yo, that's what jerk chicken sounds like. Then you get Jerk oh, chicken. There you go. <laughs> and jerk chicken is delicious. <laughs> but it's it not nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um Vince, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Um listen, I know you're a busy man. You have like stonks to watch and ties to press, you know, houses to move. I don't know. I mean, you're welcome to stay and hang out. We're going to talk about some news items, but if you have to bounce, I totally understand. Um, we love having you. I mean, the no thing pressure. is that th th this is your show, but I did free up my night for you. I canceled two dates, uh, four interviews and um, a date with the chicken. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely down to stay if you want me to. All right, all right, all right. You asked for it. You here? All right. Let's get on to the news. <laughs> um, so, can we uh, throw it to Michelle? Are you ready to do a little talking, Michelle? <laughs> it sounds like it has to be. Yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> um, so, okay. Let me put on my um, news. Oh, wow. I'm <laughs> um, sorry, that absolutely stunned. So, two of Lady Gaga's bulldogs were dog napped earlier this week after three masked men ambushed and shot their dog walker, Ryan Fisher. Uh, Lady Gaga publicly promised $500,000 for their safe return, but declined to comment on whether, uh, whether or not the walker has health insurance. Uh, so sources close to Gaga confirm the third bulldog is safe and that this is one of the greatest arguments against capitalism in recent memory. Yes. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, yeah. So I, in investigating this story, um, found out a lot of details about um, uh, Gaga and the, and the uh, culprits, but I found out very little about the status of this man who was shot in the chest. <laughs> Um, so he was taken to Cedar sinai and we don't know if he's stable, but I do know that Gaga is in Rome filming for a biopic about Gucci. And I do know that the culprits drove away in the Ultima, but I don't know if this dog walker can afford the ambulance that took him to the right. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, ambulance charges are real. <laughs> I have... I have so many friends who have declined, who have begged people to not call an ambulance and have opted for an Uber. Uber yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Because it's like a few hundred. If it, even if it's like a with a deductible, it's still like a few hundred that you got to pay, right? The, well, yeah, the cost of bleeding profusely in an Uber and paying for the cleaning fee is uh, thousands of dollars less than <laughs> than an ambulance. Well, you might as well fly to England. This is what I do for a living. I actually work with health insurance, so I can tell you the exact numbers. It's minimum. Okay, let's say if you get shot and the hospital is two blocks away, it costs minimum five hundred dollars once you get into an ambulance. Yeah. Then, that is that is ten dogs. Boom, ten dogs right there. Bam. <laughs> then when you get to the ER, it's a minimum a thousand dollars once you walk. That's all self pay So you're already fifteen hundred dollars in the hole. And I did the research to bleed in an Uber or throw up. It only costs two hundred and fifty dollars to clean up. Wow. So, so yeah, going yeah. in Uber. <laughs> and, and if you do what I do after big every big night out, if you throw up in your purse, you don't get charged at all. <laughs> I need to carry a purse. That's the way. On night, I have thrown up in my jacket pockets <laughs> to, to avoid getting charged if I don't carry a purse. You're very <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so smart, though, as opposed to throwing up in your mouth. I did several times. Yeah, and if you don't buy, and if you buy fake designer stuff, it's even like a little lower cost to throw up on your in your clothes too. Like you don't have to worry about it. That's cool. <laughs> I was gonna say that because if you are like walking around with like a Louis Vuitton bag, you know, we're throwing up in that. That's a lot of money. But if you're walking around with like um, the fake version. The, uh, I don't know, the, I don't know, Louboutin? For <laughs> <laughs> me, whatever, what was on sale on Target. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't buy nice things because uh, I can act like I'm not a materialist, but it's mostly so that I can freely throw up in my clothing instead of in your Michael Kors light bag. Depending on when you where you live, the Uber will get to your house much faster than an ambulance. Oh, much yes. faster. That's, That's true. true. Or just That's... or just have a party next to a hospital, and you could just walk there yourself, and you don't got to spend no money. It's smart, but if I ever got hit by a car, I would look at the bar and be like this, yo, I will crawl to this hospital. I will be like this. We're doing saving money. Yeah, this is called yes. investing in myself. Like, yes. <laughs> That's real. But listen, I want to talk a little more about this poor dog uh, walker. Right. Yes. When, I, when I heard the story, I was immediately incensed that I heard that Gaga was offering like a, a 500, what is it? $500,000, half a million yeah. dollars for the return of these dogs. But I didn't hear anything about this poor dog walker. I was like, really? You know, and like, then I thought about, and, and even if we put aside the dog walker, maybe he's a dick, I don't know. So, but maybe there are other people out there who could probably benefit from $500,000. I mean, I love my dog too, but you know what I mean? If there's like a hungry child and I have to choose, I'm like, I'm not going to give all the money to my dog. And maybe I'm a bad dog owner. I don't know. But that's just how I feel. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I have to give a little more to other people in need. And like my dog, I can take care of it. It doesn't need $500,000 worth of care. Oh, wait a minute. Is this an update? The dogs are back? Oh. Lady okay. Gaga's dogs were covered unharmed. Gaga calls uninjured dog walker a hero. I mean, I... I Okay. Look, I'm just gonna make an assumption here. This, I think, this dog walker, according to what I heard before, is that the dog walker is a family friend. I don't think this dog walker is gonna be incurring any bills. I'm, I'm pretty sure Gaga is gonna be handling all the expenses for this guy, because um, it sounds like he's somebody who's close to the dogs and probably stayed at the house most of the time anyway, when she wasn't there. Um, can you? I just, I don't see Gaga not making sure that this guy is well taken care of. $500,000 is a lot of money, though. And did this person who handed the dogs get $500,000? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I mean, like, if stealing dogs can get you, can net you $500,000, I just feel like I should be stealing dogs. You steal the shit out of the dogs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to my own dog to get kidnapped. 
Yes. <laughs> also, uh, to be fair, I think that uh, these bulldogs had recently invested in GameStop stocks. Uh, <laughs> that was their house that was being moved, right? Their net worth had increased exponentially in the last few weeks, and so were worth the five hundred thousand dollars. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes, Koji and Gustav are bougie names, Dom. They are. <laughs> they are totally bougie. Um, awesome. Uh, so we learned all about Koji and Gustav and $500,000, you know, and for we their learned, and, uh, <laughs> we learned what, uh, a, an ambulance will cost us. So now yes. we can uh, ever call one. Uh, yes. <laughs> Good looking out. Right. You got $500? <laughs> I don't. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Go call an ambulance. <laughs> all right. So, on that note, let's throw it on over. Uh, to Greg. Greg. All right. <laughs> so in Florida, they're building a new amusement park. Amazing. Uh, it's going to be Peppa Pig Land, uh, which will be finished being constructed or opened in 2021. And, you know, like, look, I love pork. I love pigs. Uh, you know, as my one of my old bosses used to say, I eat it from the rooter to the tutor, right? <laughs> but Peppa, this raggedy bitch, I'm sorry for using this language, but I'm tired of this eight-year-old pig from 1983, so she's not really eight anymore, uh, is uh, she? she's bad. Like, my kids used to watch her, and they'd try to do cute shit. Like, no, daddy, I'm not. You better do this because Peppa's not going to come and protect you. No, George, nobody. Uh, so they already have an amusement park in England. I don't know why they need it here. Uh, none of my children or close family members will ever be going to that because they're not allowed to watch it in my house. Or, uh, yeah, this, this shit, this shit. <laughs> she got an attitude. She don't listen to her parents. She don't listen to the teacher. None of that shit. Oh, so Peppa's a disrespectful little pig because I I don't have kids, so I'm not familiar with Peppa's uh, the ways of Peppa. She really She's super disrespectful. She's super uh -oh. disrespectful. She gets her friends to do stuff and do hood rat stuff with her friends. She <laughs> she's disgusting, and I'm tired of her. And I don't know why they gave her. It's like I don't know giving who uh, 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 an amusement park. Uh, I don't know. Tom King. We mentioned him earlier. It's like giving Don King an amusement park. Disgusting being. And this Peppa is going to have to, I don't know what, but I'm not going over there. I'll tell you that much. And nobody related to me better go over there and come back with no pink shit with Peppa on it because I'm not allowing them in my house. Period. Peppa Pig is like the Cardi B of, of childhood. Pig. I like Cardi B. Oh, so she worse though. She's like. She's Takashi? She's Takashi, right. She's Takashi. <laughs> She's yelling in the clubs, cursing at people because she got security. Yeah, she's Takashi. Ah, Brooklyn girl. I think it's, it's Peppa. Yo, you know what? She never listened to her father or her mother. Or her <laughs> grandfather. Rude. Bad. So, so you said there's already an amusement park in the UK featuring yes. Peppa Pig? Yeah, it was open in 1983. It's in Hampshire, England. I don't know. I don't speak English real good, Chem. Tell me if I said it right. Um, Hampshire, England is good? Did I pronounce it right? No, I've, I've been shaking my head this whole time. Uh, from the start of your segment, I knew this was coming. Uh, it's, Hampshire. it's not important. Hampshire? Hampshire. 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 You see, I don't know English. Like, we speak American here. We don't speak English. Uh, Hampshire. Was that close? Ah, I got it. Without free universal health care. Yeah. Look at that gigantic oh, shit. It is cute. With a bunch of rude, gross little kids. Greg, this looks sick. It does look oh, great. No. Oh. Like, I kind of want to go. If I, I go, know. I'm going If I go, I'm I'm doing acid or mushrooms and going to. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that's our whole the 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 whole cartoon <laughs> is right here. That's the whole setup for the whole cartoon. There's oh, a school, okay. there's a school, right? <laughs> That's just what's the house. That's the that's the that's the van they all roll in with the people with the bunnies. Uh, so I have. Greg, you're that. talking a lot of shit, but you know every single detail. Like, of this I know. Story. <laughs> 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 that's 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 I don't like That's why with the E. That's with bitch. I know everything about them. I know everything. Oh, closer. Hey, don't even get me started with Caillou. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much. Greg, do you know how much it costs to get in? Nah, no, no. They didn't specify. It's they didn't specify in the article I was reading how much it costs to get in. Um, but they said it's next to Legoland, and you would have to pay a separate entrance there. So one GameStop, that's what it costs. That's what it's called. It costs one house move. <laughs> a half a house move. That's how much it costs. Um, but it's probably like $30, $40 or something to get in Florida. It's cheap. Okay. See, I think Greg is just doing all this shit. So, like, he doesn't have to take this shit. He likes to say it. <laughs> Rude, Dom. Rude. You should be a cheat. <laughs> He's like, breakfast? I hate breakfast. Nobody knows he used to eat breakfast. The poor kids just walk around hungry, like, okay, breakfast yeah. dead. <laughs> you didn't tell me you was hungry. Greg, <laughs> uh, you, you better be careful, because according to uh, the internet, Peppa Pig is seven feet, one inch tall. Yo, I'll fight Peppa Pig. I'll see what's cracking with Peppa. Yo, then she's seven feet. Then her father's like ten feet tall, though. Uh, yeah. What? I'm gonna just be like this as soon as I walk in. I'm gonna pay my thirty dollars. You're gonna be doing this. You're gonna be doing this. I would be doing that. I just hit him with my car. I mean, honestly, if somebody that much bigger than me, I just hit him with my car. I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I'm six three. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh, looking up at a at a little weird giant pig. Uh, that's strange. <laughs> uh, nice, nice, nice. Um, well, thank you for telling us all about a Peppa Pig land, Greg. You're welcome. Um, and you better watch your back, Peppa. <laughs> I'm, I don't think Peppa's scared. <laughs> I think she's not even sweating you right now. <laughs> she better be. I'm gonna get shot. She I'm gonna get shot to fight Also, dunk. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna. I probably will get beat up by a seven foot one. Uh, 130 pounds, like weight or money? No. Um, <laughs> Everything I loved it. I was so Greg, Greg, Hampshire. Hampshire, I'm tired. That was the biggest taking a piss I've ever heard when it comes to power. Hampshire, dog. It's yeah. I went there before. Yeah. That's, that's from Lord of the Rings, right? Hampshire. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Is that where New Hampshire came from? From Hampshire in 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 your place you call a fairyland? Uh, yeah. I mean, this that we we have York as well. <laughs> so this was a new one. <laughs> and so while while Shem is like giving us these little nuggets of truth and knowledge, let's hear what news story he's going to be sharing with us tonight. Over to you, Shem. Oh wow! Uh, this is the opposite of truth uh, or nuggets. Uh, uh, very very vegan uh just i had like little things i wanted to like, go over really quickly uh queen had a covid jab the queen of england she had a covid jab and she said to the nation it does but it's really hard to take the word of someone who's never felt pain in their life uh, also <laughs> the more famous podcaster prince harry went on the radio and rapped uh which I call caucasity, which my spell check doesn't recognize. Uh, 
because he's not the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Third line to the throne and he works for Netflix. So justified <laughs> wrapping the theme to the Tiger King. Uh, or more accurately, <laughs> uh, and here is where I would normally like pull out my guitar, but I, it's very late and I cannot be bothered. But it, <laughs> just imagine musical accompaniment to this, but like, one, two, princes stand before me. That's what I said now. Princes, I'm trying to send to Paris. That's what I said now. One prince cheated on my mother. It was on the crown, yeah. And my grandmother had my mum assassinated. That's what I said now. Uh, and then I'll just keep going in that vein. Uh, it's... Uh, as every time I sing on the song, she sure goes, borderline treason. Um, I, I could get deported uh, and arrested for saying that. Uh, fortunately, not enough people watch it. I'm always able to like, get under the radar. Uh, and we have, we have new people watching. Thank you for coming. Uh, I love you all. Just keep it, keep it solidly under the 200 level. Like if we go over that, uh, I can never go viral with any of my content. Uh, and fortunately, it's not not gonna happen um but yeah that's those are the two um items <laughs> didn't post malone do the two princes song yes he uh was originally a spin doctor uh it was a he went into a radical new direction with his uh music <laughs> well i mean <laughs> um two, one thing you just got a marriage proposal so you can stay um be a little complicated <laughs> Oh, if you want to bring up a very old joke, I said, uh, as Vince was talking, he said that every uh, woman he's ever dated has made the man he's today. And I said, every woman I've ever dated has made me the man I'm today single. Uh, oh. like... <laughs> I just don't want to... There's six or seven people in this call. It's hard to fit in quips. Are we playing the Peppa Pig thing again? Oh, no. Uh... Oh, we don't need that. Was was that on fucking James Corden? He, if I, if you could just send him back, that would be great. Uh. <laughs> but wait a minute, you might be working for James Corden. We, you know, you never know. He might uh, be looking for you, Sam. Um, I said in my James Corden, my James Corden packet included the joke. I think uh, a huge snowstorm has hit Texas, leaving thousands of Texans without access to it. So I wanted to take that joke out of my packet, but my friends told me to keep it. So there's no <laughs> way I'm getting high for James Corden. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. You're a joke of your choice. You're a joke of your choice, Jim. Yes, yes. Uh, stay true to yourself. That's amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, so the um, what was it? The prince, like now, or he's again? What was their um, official position now, Sham? Um, oh, um, they've retired um, from public life, uh, yeah. but in a so like they're not technically in line to the throne. They don't have royal duties. They don't have to like do any like actual work work. Um, but in a King Ralph star scenario. <laughs> Where there's a, like an execution and like the Queen, Prince Charles, Camilla, if they all go, he will get it. Like they'll just like come to him. So like uh, he's still like up for the job. Okay. But he doesn't have to do any work. Like, like what, yeah, like what work do they do? <laughs> it's like getting suspended. It's like you get a vacation. You're a little naughty, so now you get to stay out of school for three days. I don't even understand, you know, where the punishment is in that. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So wait, so wait, Sham, you you probably know this because you know everything about England and stuff. So they um they about England and stuff. They can't are they exiled? <laughs> they're not exiled they have chosen to okay 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 because the because the prince not on the lamb prince paul's or whatever one of the princes one of the king the king's brother oh was the dj for de la Salle. okay that was good. Yes. that's a prince okay all right wait but there's somebody who like his uncle the uncle of charles Oh, Prince Andrew, he's a yeah. pedophile. 
Um, no, no, that was that's his brother. That's not his brother. <laughs> Prince Andrew is a pedophile. Prince Charles is just a, a flanderer, which is like okay. Uh, that's normal, that's right? Like, okay. he, he was the one on Epstein's plane. Uh, oh, you know, just talking. Um, XL, everyone who does the fresh prints of uh, Belair rap, every improv one one student playing musical hotspot will be will be gone. So yeah, that's that, that sounds good. <laughs> In fact, I'd like that to be a consequence of the policy. <laughs> well, Jay Catch has tuned in. Uh, this is very exciting. Uh, Skepta is not in Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> what should he be? Uh, How do we get him? Well, I would vote for Stormzy. See, here's the thing: well, representation uh, in the country, which is bad. Uh, United Kingdom of Great Britain, uh, Wales, and Northern Ireland, uh, but not, uh, I, not re- reportedly the Republic of Ireland that we stole, uh, and then came back, and then they fought amongst each other for like a long time, which the troubles, even though it was a terrorist bombing campaign yeah, that lasted away <laughs> my childhood. I grew up afraid of going to shopping centres because Irish members vomit and now it's just oh the troubles <laughs> oh gosh yeah, kind of the, downplaying uh, things. very tight-lipped uh, <laughs> are they um no yours are modern for them the youngest so archie a uh, little baby maybe into drill uh he's in the, the right generation for it uh as far as i understand linear time the yeah, everyone else is far too old uh to know what drill is me included <laughs> nice uh, thank you, thank you, Shem. Uh, that was awesome, like UK question answering time. That's right, yay. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, now, let's hear from Pavar tonight. What are we talking about tonight, Pavar? Oh, man, we just talked about a little Black girl magic since we're still in this Black History Month. Um, we got to shout out Ruth Carter, the dynamic, amazing Hollywood costume designer who's done some of your favorite movies, even if you didn't know it. She was just awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and she is the first African-American costume designer to do so, the second ever um, costume designer to get one, period. Ruth Carter, um, we have some pictures of her stuff that I sent to our producer earlier today. Uh, Ruth Carter did the costumes for um, Black Panther. She won an Oscar. She did tons of Spike Lee movies, including um, Do the Right Thing and Malcolm X and School Days and Mo' Better Blues. Um, When you think about Ruth Carter and the impact she had not only on Hollywood, but when you think about her doing films like Do the Right Thing and School Days and House Party 2, Dolomite is my name. That's another one that she did um, the costumes for. But her impact impacts the culture overall. Things like this that you see in school days, it's the type of stuff yeah. that you found teenagers wearing after that movie came out in the 80s. Um, things And Do the Right Thing, she incorporated things like cross-colored. All those things ended up being a part of the African-American and hip-hop culture, and Ruth is absolutely positively instrumental in those things, so she deserves her props on just so many levels and i can't wait to see look at that look at the suit malcolm x malcolm x malcolm x um she's amazing she's nothing short uh nothing short than amazing and i can't wait to see what she's going to do with coming america too of which comes out on the fifth yes yes uh amazing amazing she's amazing person i can't even think of anything you know thing funny i don't want to drag her because she's amazing so let's just drag the rest of hollywood yeah. <laughs> i'm not about dragging her it's, it's 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 just so cool to see a yeah. black woman get the props that so many black women deserve um especially when it comes to um getting respect in hollywood for example taraji p henshin just came out recently and she talked about the fact that when she did Benjamin Button, the curious case of Benjamin Button, she only took home $40,000 for that film, of which she was nominated for an Oscar. Meanwhile, Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett took home millions for their roles in that movie. And um, yeah, it just, it's it's disturbing. It's something that we know happens. But yeah, she said once she paid her team to get her into the film, she only took home $40,000. Wow. wow, that's amazing. 
yeah amazingly bad amazingly yeah. bad i mean clearly she's she's making a lot more than that now because she's an absolute positive a-lister but i'm sure she yeah. still has to fight to get the money that she deserves because that's yes. what the industry is set up yeah. yeah i think i heard that interview and she said that tyler perry was the first person to to pay her five hundred thousand. so that was her bar five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. yeah because she was getting that forty thousand, then she started getting five hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that so many times um, we don't know what our worth is. Um, so we don't even know what to ask for, what we should be demanding. And we also leave it up to other people, you know, to tell us you know, or, or to make the offer to mm-hmm. us. Um, and part of that also in entertainment, there's a little fear. Like if I don't take this, then they're just going to pass me by and go with someone else or go with someone else next time. If I see, seem like I'm difficult. So it's a challenge, and um, especially when you come from, you know, um, uh, a, a percentage of the population that, you know, has a lesser opportunities, you know, in Hollywood. So you, you know, you kind of, uh, you know, you get kind of stuck. You're kind of afraid, and that's why allies have to be allies. People have to speak up when they know that what's going on, and I, I people just have to be better, be better yeah. to each other, and. Um, you know, prop people up. Yeah, I was just uh, quickly an example of somebody being an ally is Dallas um, Dallas Howard when she did the help with Octavia Spencer. She made sure that she and Octavia were paid the same. She went in with Octavia like we're, we're both going to get paid equally for this film, um, and that's the way more people need to be. That's all. Yep. Um, and it's interesting because I was like, you know, I was watching an interview with Viola Davis, and you know, she's been talking about, you know, like being a black being a black woman in Hollywood is literally the lowest of the totem pole. Like literally, that's it. It's like black woman, white woman, you know, black male, and then white male. And the thing is that you always gotta fight the good fight. But just as like you saying with Ru Carter, give to her. It's amazing that now we still have first, like we still have the first black woman as a costume designer on a Hollywood. We still have a first a uh, couple of years ago. Um, female black fire commissioner and it's amazing that we live in a time that we could still see first but we should we should have seen first years ago yeah you know we should have seen our worth years ago and it's still interesting set but yeah it's come out to know the being paid only forty thousand dollars for a million dollar film it's it's crazy oh yeah Asians <laughs> don't yeah. really don't even make the poll at all like they open yeah. it yeah and it's amazing that it's and honestly amazing that you know hollywood just kind of discovered that asians can be in movies that people enjoy seeing, you know, agents in movies. And, you know, like, you know, we're all like in this together. It's just the amazing thing. It's like, really? People will go? Yes. <laughs> well, we proved it with Black Panther. They, from every yeah. single black, like Will Smith also had an interview saying that when he was doing Bad Boys, the producer says, no, people are not going to watch it. International people are going to go there. Like, are you kidding me? Will Smith was selling out stadiums in Germany and China. Whatever. You don't think those people who have bigger populations ain't going to see the person they're going to the concert? And with Asian Americans and Asians, it's funny. You watch all these movies, The Great Wall and this. You get Brad Pitt and these white people playing Asian people, which makes no sense to me. Find an authentic Asian to play the Asian character. And there's 1.3 billion. You're going to find one. Yeah. Or- <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I mean, yeah, uh, Tom Cruise, though, he 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 was more Japanese than everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Samurai. I mean, if you really think about it, he was woke. He was Japanese. Uh, So it was, you know, there there are, you know, occasions when. Some Caucasians are just more Asian. Um, <laughs> and that was definitely one of them. <laughs> Remember that movie that um, Emma Stone starred in and she played? Hello, Yeah, she was, yes. The, she was Hawaiian or something. Yeah, I was like, what? That, what one, was like, that, that one was like especially rich because it was like, oh, what white actress can we have play the Asian character? The one with the crazy eyes. That's <laughs> 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 the movie. Yo, Archie's gonna be in the show for the goss, goss the movie. 
Yeah, yeah. that pissed me off because I was like, if you wanted, I would have played this role. So this, I was just watching a documentary earlier today about um, Samurais in Japan. It's really good. I think it's trending number six on Netflix right now. But oh, all, of the, all of the spe- all of the experts they had on Japan were all white people. Listen, can y'all couldn't find anybody from Japan to talk about this Japanese heritage shit. Nah, we know we know Japan better than Japanese people, man. Chill. Excuse me, Spencer. Can you explain the way of the samurai? Well, yes, I can. Yes. yes. <laughs> My Invaded this. Here tonight to discuss this topic, we have several weebs. The the goal, the utter goal. I have to wonder what's more problematic: the last samurai, the last the Mohicans, or the last dragon? They all have a lot of like uh, interplay with race. We do. Uh, oh shit! You, so I can never name a movie the last because uh, it's gonna be problematic. It's like it's the last problem. of that race. Just how yeah. yes. that race be there? That's all you have to say. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a dragon. Though. You know he wasn't Yo, a dragon. Jeff, that observation is crazy because they are all problematic. <laughs> Damn! I was gonna name my first worm Bruce Leroy. Now I, I have to rethink <laughs> that name. That's oh, that's funny. Um, so in the Goss oh. movie, um, dude, disguise as another dude. Why did he? But he got away with it, though, right? it's weird that he got away with it, though, because it wasn't. Yeah. Did anybody find that offensive? I didn't find that offensive. I didn't find it offensive at all. Right. I did not. It's like he said in the movie, he didn't go full retard. Like, no one goes full retard. He didn't go full black. Like, we knew he was still Robert just with the black yes. face. But he knew what he was. He Yo, knew. but that's what blackface yeah. is. You know it's a white person underneath there. Yeah, but he uh, knew. <laughs> but we still like. I, I mean, we still really like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I guess we do yeah. like. They, they, like, they, they, like he went to jail and shit. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. When they climb in somebody's bed, like a child's bed, like in the wrong house or something, we've forgiven him for a lot. <laughs> Didn't that happen? That happened. Am I making up stuff now? <laughs> yeah, we can't see the R word. Somebody better Ryan check Harris. me on that. <laughs> I think that might have been Casey Affleck. I think all of them do it. I'm guessing. Yeah, you <laughs> not put it past a single one of them. A single one of them. <laughs> uh, but real quick, because, um, wow, we're going to be wrapping up really soon, but I wanted to jump in and talk a little bit about Mike Tyson, okay? I uh, love Iron Mike. He's had some ups and downs in his career. And Hulu is set to uh, do a series on him. Um, they're going to do a uh, Mike Tyson miniseries called Iron Mike. And it says, but the boxer, he's punching back. Unfortunately, um, unlike Michael Spinks, Hulu money doesn't feel pain. You know, so they're like, so whatever, Mike Tyson. Um, here's the thing. They are releasing this. Uh, well, they announced, they're announcing it during Black History Month. And Mike Tyson feels um, that they are doing him a disservice. And they're doing Black people a disservice uh, by bringing up, uh, you know, doing this miniseries where I guess he believes that it's not going to be flattering. And uh, he feels as though just taking advantage of um, him as a black man. Um, you know, I don't know if it's and, just him as a black man, if it's just him as a celebrity who's had some trials and tribulations. Uh, but, you know, they, they could have waited to get out of Black History Month. You know, you know, get a man a... Get, oh, wait, get well, a, when is it going to drop? Um, it is going to drop, let's see here. Uh, I feel like, well... Um, I guess it would be in March because there's only two more days left in yeah. this month. Well, yeah, look, yeah. you can't bite somebody's earlobe off and then be like, don't talk bad about me. I know. <laughs> you, uh, you, I guess I'm Come on, mate. We were all here for it. We watched it in live. We watched it in real time. There's nothing you're going to say that we don't know. Why did yeah. you say we don't know? I know. Oh, oh, Robin Givens. Yeah, we know that. We saw. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Yeah, said it too on the news in an interview next to him. We like we we know all the things. 
Yeah. But I guess he's worked, he's on some level, tried to work very hard to overcome all of his, you know, uh, bad deeds. He's tried to or make himself in some way so he had low blood sugar, though. He got to eat. He got to eat. He got to eat. Uh, yeah, from the rooter to the tutor. Oh gosh, taste the well, rainbow um, or ear. Right. <laughs> It'll be, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't see myself again. I just feel like I already know the stuff. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that compelled. Um, right. But I'm curious to see how it does on Hulu. <laughs> oh, just eat booty. Just eat booty. <laughs> I don't know. I that's think a valid be... point. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's the uh is that that's the tutor. That's the tutor. Literally no one who eats ass is walking around hitting people. Like you have other things on your mind. Like that's just think I. Yeah. <laughs> I get, okay, I don't want to come on as the official asking <laughs> I can't be two things. I will not be taking our seating questions. Maybe after the other episode, it's okay. very late. We've run out of time. Slip into my DMs. I'll tell you what you need to know. Okay. All right. Listen, Shem wrote a sketch. Shem wrote a sketch. Shem wrote a sketch about the ass eating detective. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? It was all about eating ass and taking names. Yeah. And it was no, all about ass. First, first, Shem, I cannot see you eating ass. You like this, I take supper in the gluteus. Like, that's what I think you do. <laughs> These are my groceries and my preservations. Do I, do I use a knife and fork? Maybe, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at your pub late today. He it's also right. directed a Christmas video about eating ass for, for Christmas. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving. Okay, so you're right. Right. It sounds Christmas like you are the expert. We took a turn. That's why your beard game is so strong. That's why your beard game is so strong. Dude. It's okay to eat ass. Vince, I don't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's booty hair. That's a hair for every time he with the boot. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a serial killer in booties. He keeps one hair and he puts one out. For any one of his victims. Talk about Hulu. Just keep going about Hulu. <laughs> so, so when Hulu does, like Shem's documentary, it's all going to be. <laughs> there are 375,000 women, and they all got their buddy by Shem. <laughs> We're here to interview them. No, nah, true Hollywood story. <laughs> Every woman I've met Chef, has Chef, been to the head. head. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, let up. We'll finish off on this. Like a true Englishman, Shem sticks out his pinky when taking a sip of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this has been amazing, amazing, amazing. We have to get ready to wrap up. Um, please, everyone, 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 all great wishes, all great things to Vince Chang for coming on and being our guest tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I hope that you'll come back. This was amazing. You're so much fun. It was great. And um, hey, Goss fam, Goss Nation, I want you to come back next Friday, 10 p.m., same time. Tell your friends, tell your fam. Get back here, have some fun with us. You know, check us out. Stay with us. Check us out on YouTube, The Goss Gap. Find us there. Follow us on IG. We love you guys. We hope you love us. So, everybody, thanks for having fun with yeah, us. My, my Crash App's the same as my Instagram, so. <laughs> oh, and also, we got to shout yeah, out. We um, have the Lit, for, uh, Lit oh. First film premiere tomorrow, Other Side of the Moon. Ooh. Sam, are you in that one, too? I'm actually in it, if you care no, at all. Okay, I do yeah, care, I do care, care, I care. Yeah. I just figured moon, ass, you know, it was right there. It's the same. <laughs> what time right. is that coming on? <laughs> what time is that coming on? 
Or is it talk about it? Uh, it's, at, uh, it's at 8 p.m. So it is a uh, it's a short film directed by Tavis Northam, who is um, a actually also a Blasian um, uh, writer and director, um, and um, starring two um, amazing black actors, um, Amara and Warren. Um, and I say that only to say that that is the, the focus of the, the Q and A um, after. So like what it means to be a black filmmaker and a black artist um, uh, today. Um, so a good button for the lit burst on uh, Black History Month. It'll be tomorrow at eight. Awesome. Yes, yes. Thank you. yes. Everyone tune into that. That sounds amazing. It does. Yes. Take it off of me. <laughs> you're gorgeous. You should be on there the whole time. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's time for love talk. <laughs> um, all right. So um, thanks again. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks to Tech for always holding us down, doing a great job. And we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Yes. Bye. bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye, Ruby.